Yeah. Where are you? Aaron, you never sent the link. What are you talking about? Mike and I are waiting on you. It is in the wrestling chat. What? I never seen. I never got a notification for it. Oh, there it is. Somehow, too. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, I, I am coming. Bye. Bye. Yeah, his name is Not White Power. <laughs> Hello, Not White Power Cookie. Hello. That was from an, uh, another podcast I did. That was What? You're on other podcasts? Uh-huh. It, was, it was a different one, yeah. What? It was just the boys talking about social issues and stuff like that. It was, yeah. What the fuck, weird. Cookie? It was we weird. talk about social issues. We glance over social issues. <laughs> No, I know. We talk, we talk about social Aaron, the last thing that we did was a barbed wire deck match. <laughs> the, How social, is that the social issues are there, Cookie. They're under. They're underneath. They the are. They're just bubbling up. Layered like a lasagna. <laughs> like a delicious lasagna. All right. What was the ricotta cheese? Uh, that's me. What the white? The white <laughs> frumpy cheese. Oh God. All right, we're starting the podcast right now. All right, cool. Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, not white power cookie. Keep up alive. And Mike Mauer, Big Mike. Woo! Today, a little bit of an abbreviated episode. We had the big 100th episode extravaganza last week. We blew up my deck. People watched it. Nobody uh, listened to our podcast afterwards. Uh, We had like 10,000 views and we had like maybe 15 more listens. Like it wasn't like anything special. I will tell you that Norm from Illinois did not listen to this week's episode. Wow. If you guys would like to go, please go on our Facebook uh, account and look up Norm from Illinois. He he watched our video and said, well, that just wasted seven minutes of my life. (laughs) Thanks, Norm. Uh, In other words, uh, we are not entertaining enough for this 75-year-old man who constantly gets hacked on Facebook because I stalked him. And also he wants a Chuck E. Cheese built in uh, Illinois where he lives. I don't know. That's like a guy we wouldn't enjoy being around anyway. Aaron, I don't think we should be engaging with this this gentleman. I don't even know if I should call him a gentleman. I, I almost, I almost reached out to Norm and I almost said, Norm, I'm gonna give you a platform here on $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Every week, I'm going to give you two minutes to just rant and rave about anything that you would like. Uh, No matter what, it's going to be unedited, unscripted. We're going to let you do it for two minutes each week. Norm, if you're listening uh, and and you would like to reach out to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast, I know that you're probably not because it is more than seven minutes of your wasted life. And it doesn't look like you've got much more life left to live, 
norm, if I'm being honest. Uh, but if you would like to, to, to have a forum for your anger, every week on $2 Stake, a pro wrestling podcast, we are here for you, Norm. Anyways, Cookie, how was your week? It was, <laughs> you know what, man? Uh, compared to what you just said, it was very normal. I cut it a promo a- on Norm. Yeah, it was, you were shooting, bang, bang. <laughs> you had a normal week. <laughs> uh, dude, man, yeah, I, I had a very, very normal week. Um, my excitement was all for last week. All into, I put all my effort into that barbed bar wire deck match. I know, What's man. Uh, people loved your Daniel Cormier impersonation. Cookie Cormier, uh, or, or should we say Christian Cookie uh, it was phenomenal and maybe one of the greatest things I'd ever seen. I watched the UFC pay-per-view last night, and every time they did a cutaway to Daniel Cormier reacting, I said he must have stolen that from uh, one cookie from $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Thank you, brother. Thank you for putting me over. Cookie <laughs> Cormier, coming at you. Um, Big Mike, how was your week? Not bad, kind of quiet, you know. Guess what I did? I went golfing. Uh, played a little rugby yesterday, though. That was interesting to uh, to kind of get back on the pitch. Um, felt great, one, physically and mentally. Feel like shit today. Yeah, I can, physically. I can, I can agree. Um, but like, yeah, it's like I don't know, man. You know, like the feeling where you finally break through a wall, like you get to do something you haven't done in a long time. It was good for the soul. And then Tolbert. Oh, my God. Tolbert on the grill. He had pork, pork loin, pork shoulder, chicken, um, homemade potato salad. He had a salad that I joked with him that nobody was going to eat because there was so much other good food. Um, and it was sunny, and we drank beers, and it was a fly trap. And it was, like, the most normal thing I think I've done in over a year and it was amazing so yesterday morning i was talking to jasmine and jasmine's like hey what are you doing today i'm like i don't know there's like a rugby tournament going on at flytrap i might go out bring my boots and just watch little did i know that i was gonna go out there and actually play rugby as well so i can't believe that why, why can't you believe that, Cookie? Aaron, man, I, I just – I thought you were going to be, you know, sheltered. You were going to be your hermit self. I thought you were going to be, you know, just bottled up and bubbled up at that pitch. And to see you actually have that jersey on right beside Mike, I was like, wow. Two-fourths of the stake, man, killing it t- yesterday. That doesn't mean that I did anything, though. Mm. Talk to me. Uh, I did – I got a penalty. I can, I can attest that. I did get a penalty yesterday. Uh, for tackling the uh, mall, which was fun. <laughs> I disrupted a mall. <laughs> you can't do that, yeah. I didn't – I've played rugby for like four years, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I've played rugby for eight years. I still don't know the rules. 70% of the rules are, are just out the door for me. Uh, I did get some tackles in. Mike got to see me tackle a few times. I even – I smoked two dudes too, man. It felt was really good. Yeah, we. I, I think Mike looked at me at one point and said, "Dude, you you nailed that dude. That Hell that yeah. was good." Mike got to nail some guys. It was it was an interesting day on the pitch. Uh, I drank a Jello shot before our second wow. game. 
Uh, it's a new me, baby. It's a new me. Oh, what did Jasmine say when you told her about this the debauchery that you were? I, a part was, of? I don't think that she knew that I uh, that I drank a Jello shot yet. She's she knows now. Oh, good luck. <laughs> She's an avid listener of Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Look, that's one thing I love about social tournaments because it's like, yeah, I showed up to the pitch, had a rough morning getting the boys ready, getting them there, getting everything set up. I'm like. Beer me and just had a beer before a game, had a beer after a game. It was, it was all good, man. So happy. Yeah, I, I came out there slathered in uh, uh, lots and lots of SPF 50. Uh, went out there with, with my Jushin Thunder Liger tank top on, threw <laughs> on a jersey, played 15 minutes, satisfied, Feel like shit today because I am 34, haven't done anything in a year, and uh, here we are. We're here. Cookie, now it's your turn to come down. I can't wait, man. Uh, alumni, I think, will be the next time I come down and get to run around with the boys again. I haven't done that in so long, man. I just – I miss it. When, when is the alumni weekend? Will you be recording with us in person that weekend? Yeah, more than likely. It'll be like two weeks from now. The fourth, Oh, Okay. I think it's the 17th, Cook. 17th. I apologize. You're right. It is the 17th. So there you go. We're going to have Cookie in studio once again. We might have to think of some sort of other stupid video for us to record uh, this week. Shout out Norm on that video. Norm. Of course. We're coming for you, Norm. You old hacked piece of shit. Damn right. <laughs> Ow. Aggressive. I I I have no anger towards Norm. He he watched what he watched. I think it's funny because like, was he one of the only comments? I didn't. No, I look he, at he had some comments, and uh, he was the only angry comment. I can I can <laughs> tell you that he was definitely the angriest and the oldest comment that we got. Um, can we get Norm to do a run in? That would be, or maybe a jog in. I don't know if he can run. I, guess. I, I he might break a hip. That Norm. Uh, Norm doesn't look like a jogger. Uh, also this week we were invited on the apron bump podcast. Um, it happened. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was one of the most stressful events of my life. I can tell you that it was a shit show in pure $2 steak fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I think his name was Kyle. Poor guy had no idea what he was getting himself into. The, the shit show that that was. So we were scheduled for recording at 8 p.m. on Thursday evening, which by our standards, we, we usually are at least 15 to 20 minutes late for recording as seen here this evening. Uh, we showed up. Around the time that he told us, he sent us a link. We were talking. It was me and Mike at first. And Cookie comes in Boy. with the worst connection in internet history. Cookie yeah. was lagging me out. And I'm I'm in Wilmington. That was weird. That was one of the most weird. That was, I was so excited to be on that show and to talk with another wrestling nerd. And... You couldn't hear my voice for like a solid 10 seconds. It was like a 10 to 15 second delay. It was odd. So uh, we started the podcast. We tried to soldier through this podcast. 
It did not work. Uh, we were about five minutes into the recording, and lo and behold, here comes Tolbert, and Tolbert's <laughs> internet was just as bad as Cookie's, oh, and it ended up we had to kick off one half of the steak. Yeah. Just turn the fat, yeah. cut the gristle. You had a Dollar Tree steak, man. We, uh, I, I, I don't like to think that, that we segregated that uh, recording. It, it was kind of rough, and uh, there was a very lack of diversity on this week's The Apron Bump. I hope that we get to do this again, maybe in the future. Maybe where it's just Tolbert and I, and you just have the, you know, the, high, the high spot, the high apron bump. Uh, I, I would like to think that, that that is a possibility when you get an Ethernet connection. Yes, I, I need to get a um, – I need to increase my broadband. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Maybe not. Aaron, maybe, you're maybe the – Maybe Denver has, like, high-speed Internet. Cookie, maybe. How, how do you do your Internet now? Do you have a, uh, a wireless uh, device, a Wi-Fi connector inside your house? Yes, I have a I have a Wi-Fi router uh, via Spectrum. Now we can blame this on Spectrum. I can start shooting if you want me to. Cookie, does the back of that Wi-Fi connector have Ethernet ports? Yes, yes, it does. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And and does your computer have an Ethernet port? Hold on. It does. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And do you own a uh, one to five dollar? Five, uh, you know, a, a cable, Ethernet cable, Cat Five. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got like a big blue one. Uh huh. It's like nice and long, and it'll yeah, it's like six foot. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And why have you failed to plug it into the the router? Uh, you know, Aaron, um, I'm gonna blame this on marijuana. Uh huh. Yep. Marijuana for a little while. Yep. Um. I don't know why, Aaron. I don't know why I don't use that Ethernet cable. Yep. I like Wi-Fi. I like the Wi-Fi and I like to think that I have good Wi-Fi service and I don't need the Ethernet cable. Cookie, when was your computer made? Uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about 10 years old, almost. Uh, people of the jury, I rest my case. Yeah. 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 I- I'm starting to see the error in my ways now. Yeah, I, I just wanted to let you know, Cookie, it, it's a very simple thing. Before Wi-Fi was invented, yeah. as somebody that grew up on the, the modem era, the, the dial-up. Dial-up internet, man. That was you had so to just, it, You had to plug in. Yeah. It's so a much more stable connection. Hope somebody else wasn't on the phone. Oh, God. I but, remember that. Are you on the phone? Get off the phone. I got a social studies project. <laughs> uh, one time, uh, one time we, we had lots of, of, you had to dial into a number, a local number to get onto the internet. And sometimes that local number would be too many people were on it. So they'd have to call another alternate local number. I uh, put in a long distance number once and didn't realize it. 
And uh, Howard Varnum got a large, large uh, phone bill uh, from AOL or because of AOL at one point in my childhood. And Howard Varnum um, scalded me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. sternly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, were you trying to get on WCWWrestling.com or was it uh, Playboy? It probably Daily Spank or uh, one of those other terrible porn sites that I would look at as a child. I went to like Yahoo and just typed in boobies. Boobies. (laughs) I will tell you that my parents had a a web filter on our internet. So I learned the Spanish words for uh, porn. (laughs) So I would look up culo. And uh, there was a, a website called Kulo World. And oh, would, my God. I would look up Kulo World to uh, bypass that web filter. Oh, wow. Out. Wow. I even I printed it out on my dot matrix printer and uh, would fold them up and put them in my comic books. <laughs> One time, my mom decided that she was going to look through my comic books to <laughs> organize them. And pornography fell out of those said comic books. And it ended up being one of the most awkward moments of my life. <laughs> having to talk oh, to my mother about that. Oh, boy. Bird, birds in the bee talk? Or, or cool for that? those are somebody's daughter's talk. <laughs> <laughs> so there wow. you go. Anyways, uh Glad to hear everybody's week. Glad to hear that that rugby, we're going back to rugby. Uh, Cookie, we did not get to talk to you about Starcade 1994. No. We are going to do that right now. Ooh. Your internet connection failed us on Thursday night. I would like to have some 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 observations that you gathered, and you, me, Mike, can kind of can bounce off of each other. A very quick run through of what we saw in Starcade 1994. You, me, and my girlfriend were able to watch this last Sunday, yes, and sir. it was a very interesting experience. Cookie, I thought you were going to say something. Cookie, no, no, give me no, no, a look. Cookie, uh, Aaron Tippin. Uh, we got to hear Aaron Tippin's version of, you know, the, the Star Spangled Banner. I knew nothing of Aaron Tippin's career. You knew nothing of Aaron Tippin's career. We just know that he has got some arms now looking good. Yeah. After that, we got to see Vader against... Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Can we hit on Aaron Tippin a yeah. little bit, please? Yeah. So Aaron Tippin is like contemporaries with like um, Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks and Dwight Yoakam and all those guys from the nineties. I, I I think that I would have heard of him if you have heard his song. You've heard "Kiss This." I know you have. Can you sing me a few bars? Yes. Why don't you, you kiss? Kiss this. You don't know that? No. Where the stars and stripes. And the eagles fly. No? No. He he was like singing. This was back when I like country music was country music. When I liked it, man. Talking about 
he has a whole song. One of his best songs ever is about a fucking truck. And he said, basically, it's beat to hell. It's worthless. But the radio works or radio ain't broke is, I think, the, the title of it. Nothing wrong with the radio. But, uh, dude, you got you to listen to some Aaron Tippin, man. It, yeah, and I don't think it's my bag. He's got some bangers, though, man. Talk, he's got a song about his dad just being like a, this honest cop and not willing to take bribes or, you know, go outside the law to better himself. Probably use the N-word as well. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean... Thinking that, that, that Tiffin was not the most... <laughs> I, I mean, I mean... I was this right. close. I was this close to listening to his music. <laughs> you should still listen to his songs, Cookie. At least give yourself a better, you know, well-rounded pers- perspective on things. I wouldn't listen to anything after, like, 2002, though, because um, my guess is he kind of fell off there. But mm-hmm. he, he could also he could also probably win in a bar fight still. But yeah. anyway, that's our Starcade. I feel like we didn't get to I didn't really get to you know talk about my appreciation for Aaron Tippin and the bangers that he put out um, on on Thursday. So I, I feel that that we are a little bit more appreciative of Sir Tippin and his uh, his vast catalog of country music, and we thank you, Mike, for your contribution to this portion of the podcast. You you really should listen to some of those songs. Nah, 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 I'm good. Not going to happen. Uh, Cookie, talk to me about Vader and Hacksaw Jim Tuck. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, guys. We had Vader. He's a hoss. Everyone knows it. And we also have someone that we have never seen on this podcast. I And that, that surprises me. Yeah. And you know what? I saw Hacksaw towards the end of his career, so I saw a lot – of the old man, old flab, you know, dad bod, Jim Duggan. And he just, he looked like a jobber. So I automatically assumed that he was a jobber. Little did I know that he had, you know, a 20 minute Broadway in his pocket. He had that in his bag. <laughs> Him and Vader go, go head to head in this matchup. <laughs> first match, the first match to start off Starcade 94. It was a hell of a match, if you ask me. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, we enjoyed it as well. I think that we appreciate Vader. And I think that that here, uh, the, our podcast, we, we kind of appreciate more the characters uh, than the work rate. Um, I think that uh, Hacksaw was pretty fun in this matchup for being Hacksaw, a lot of shoulder tackles and all that stuff. Yep. But it ended up being entertaining. I enjoyed it. Uh, and Vader is, of course the greatest of all time. I, I stand by my opinion where Harley race is the scariest motherfucker in this match. Yeah. He's on the outside. Absolutely. Harley race. I, his voice is incredible too. At this point. first off, I mean, Vader going without the mask, the entire match. I was like, Oh, okay. This is different. And then when he hit that, that uh, moonsault from the top rope flawlessly, I said, okay, I popped. This is where I pop right here. <laughs> the big man hitting the moonsault. Now how we hard popped, do you think, Oh, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, how hard do you think it was for Harley Race to like work that eye gouge versus, you know, just doing his normal bar fight thing where he probably just literally gouges your eyes out? He's going to like rein it in a little bit. It's like, it's like tap the eyes. I don't know. I feel like Harley probably had to work on that a little bit. Jim probably had to tell him to, 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 to stop. Stop, Harley. Stop. Harley. <laughs> Dial it back, please. We're working here, Harley. <laughs> 
Uh, after that, I, you know, we touched, if you've listened to this week's apron bump, I touched on my absolute love for Das Wunderkind, uh, Alex Wright, and he went on against uh, Jean-Paul Levesque. Mike ended up very uh, entertained by this matchup. It was more of a wrestling match, uh, some holds, uh, and Wonderkind got to do the most amazing dance known to man. Cookie? Yes. When I was watching this with you, and I got to show you my Das Wonderkind dance, did you feel a little heat bellowing up from your, your loins? Yeah, it was like right around that navel region. Yeah. Like a little bit below that, man. I, I thought I felt something. I hope uh, you went to the Minute Clinic afterwards because that was not from the sexuality that was dripping off my dance. That that kid, wow. He is he is something. He's you Aaron, did you know this? I looked this guy up. He stopped wrestling after 2002, 2001, actually. I'm sorry. Yeah, WWF never right. picked up his contract um, when they bought out the company. Yeah, but he was only like 26, 7, something like that. Right. So he's probably got like a career of his own somewhere else, probably like an IT in Germany or something, you know, like it's crazy. Do you think he's still making the ladies sweat with that dance? Uh, I don't know if he made the ladies sweat in the 90s with that dance. I don't know, Aaron. I saw a lot of trash bag bimbos, and they were they were hot for Das Wonder Kid. Nashville, tell me that you had a uh, a line from Bobby Heenan that uh, you you had written down that that you saw from this matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had I had a few. Uh, let's see here. It's like New Year's at Oakland's house. There's just bodies laid everywhere. Out. I don't know what to do with that one. Uh, let's see here. Trashy white chicks in the front row, probably going to get taken down by Butcher and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, no. Cookie, I want, I want specifically the notes on the Wonderkin match. Ah, okay. Um, Aaron, let's talk about marijuana again. Okay. Uh, I seem to have lost said notes for the wa- Wonder Kid match. I Matt got every single other one, but uh, I lost them for the Wonder Kid match. It was something like sour. Somebody smells sauerkraut. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> yep, I remember now. Uh, <laughs> is that is that sweat or it, am I smelling sauerkraut? Something like that. Something All right, that, that was a terrible delivery. Thank you, Cookie. Uh, well, next I don't remember what it was. You tell me. Johnny B. Bad against Arn Anderson. You, we, we got to see Johnny B. Bad. Have we had a Johnny B. Bad matchup on our show? I don't believe so. I feel like we talked about him one time. We, we've talked about him, and I think that I was uh, accused of being racist because I tweeted a picture of him when Little Richard died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. He did. Is that what happened? Yeah, but he looked just like him, so I was... Yeah, I- I, I was like, is that, that is that him? I was like, is that I young? That. I get a pass for that, right? <laughs> ask Jasmine. Don't ask me, ask Jasmine. Oh, no, because like the guy's whole career was modeled after little Richard. Ask Jasmine. She's she's gonna be a deciding factor in this one. She's close to you right now, so she can slap you if you did. You she's know. not in this house right now. She's coming home from from work, so I can't wait for Tuesday. You better keep us updated when she listens to this episode. I, I will let you guys know. Uh, next matchup: the Nasty Boys and Harlem Heat. Uh, Cookie definitely was feeling Sister Sherry when we watched this oh matchup. Oh boy, good lord! Uh, Sister Sherry looked right 
Let, let's just say that. I don't know what she was doing that night, but <laughs> probably both members of Harlem Heat. Probably. I, it was like, you know, Tolbert and Jade Cargill that night. I was like, let me look up some pictures of Sister Sherry back in the day. You know, yeah, she, she's a uh, she was a Hellcat back then, huh? She was so fine back in the day. And she just hung around two big black men and you tell me nothing happened. Come on, <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. If, if not Stevie Ray, I know Booker T <laughs> did some ungodly things. <laughs> All right, for the next one, we had Mr. T against Kevin Sullivan. Cookie, what were your thoughts on Mr. T's wrestling in this? First off, what was what were your thoughts on his outfit? Aaron, first off, this man looked like a broke-ass referee, all right, because <laughs> he bought his shirt, obviously, uh, from some kind of outlet store. He Foot had locker. a long-sleeve referee shirt on. Yeah, Foot Locker. Yes, yeah, Foot Locker. That's right, that's right, that's right. Um, Aaron, I would describe this match. This was a total of probably three minutes long. Yes. And probably two minutes of that was Mr. T with his shirt over his head, hockey style. And, and bagging a man on the ground holding a camera. Yes. Yes, because I was wondering how bad this match was going to get once Mr. T's shirt came over his head. And then they went outside and started teabagging the cameraman. And I said, okay, it's getting worse. And I said, there's no way it can get any worse than this until they get into the ring. And, of course, Mr. T wins the match via Santa Claus. And I sound crazy talking like this, but he won the match via Santa Claus with his shirt over his head. Mr. T gets the dub because Santa Claus interfered, who I think was Kevin Sullivan's brother. Yeah, uh, Kevin Sullivan's brother, Dave Sullivan, who later would go crazy and call himself evad sullivan because that's dave backwards mm-hmm. scribble it on his head and uh you know just be a you know a crazy person because what's better than 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 getting face sympathy than being a wacky crazy guy um this whole match just didn't it didn't add up didn't make any lick of sense to me uh mr t going over i don't even understand why he was even in the match and I don't know why he couldn't get his shirt over his head and over his uh over his wrist. I, I still don't understand that. Do you do you got anything? No, I got nothing on that. You got nothing on that? Okay. Mike? Yeah. No, nothing. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? Killer spell backwards is relic. Do you remember that? Oh, <laughs> I remember oh that. callbacks. <laughs> That's a callback. Uh our next matchup, our semi-main event of the evening was uh, Sting against Avalanche. Now, I feel really – I feel bad. We kind of shat on uh, Avalanche a lot when we did our recording for the apron bump. I have a lot of respect for uh, the guy who who plays Avalanche. He is a a pretty neat guy. John Tenta, he's got some really cool Japanese matches that maybe we can get to in the future. Uh, but he did not have a great performance against Sting. Sting looked great. Surfer Sting. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was about it. Me and uh, me and Jasmine laughed so hard at this match, more so at Earthquake or Typhoon, whatever his name is. I don't remember what his name is. Uh, it was Avalanche. Yeah, uh, Avalanche. Okay, I'm sorry. I knew it was a natural disaster of some sort. Yeah, yeah. His left ball like almost fell out of his oh, pants no. multiple times. Did you see it? Uh, I was. I felt like I did see it. 
Mm. And I tried to burn it out of my memory. So that would have uh, been the rock slide. It would have been one. <laughs> <laughs> the rock slide because balls are like rocks. No, I just don't understand why he jumped around so much. He knows that he's basically wearing a onesie. Like yeah, a, well, he jumped around. That was a part of the gimmick. He's he's, he's an avalanche. That's how avalanches happen. But you know how. I mean, his balls, they could have fell out on both sides, and then it would have looked like you in that guy's Twitter DMs. You remember that? Another, Another callback. callback. That was like episode, like, whatever. That was – I really thought you were going to get in trouble for that one. I yeah, thought I did too. Blacked. I thought that was going to be the end of $2 steak. Nah. I did too. Uh, yeah, people send dick pics all the time. Aaron Scrotum's not going to get us kicked off Twitter. But it was not even – it was into the style of Dusty Rhodes' picture. It was absolutely – yeah, it was a parody. Yeah, it was, it was a parody. We're going by on that. Uh, another callback to our, our vast archive of professional wrestling content that we have for $2 Stake, a pro wrestling podcast. Yeah, I'm doing uh, a great job here. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I got one more thing about Sting. Yes. His face paint wasn't even symmetrical. Finn Balor's better. There we go. I said it. Yeah, Jasmine was was bitching about that too, and I just don't understand. Like, who cares if it's symmetrical or not? It was badass. What do you mean? Who cares if it's symmetrical or not? I mean, it, it, it gets rubbed off in like the first five minutes. So why does it matter, Coop? I don't. I mean, like Tolbert paints this immaculate image of Sting, Steve Borden, and this man comes out and his face paint doesn't even look correct. You know, if 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 Finn Balor, the demon, came out. And there was an eye missing, like his his that part was just clear, and he just forgot to do that. What you guys be like? What the fuck is he doing? What is this twink doing? You guys will say that. No, that's yeah, you got no. me there. Stonewalled, Stonewalled. Probably- whatever. All right, all right. Finally, for our main event of Starcade nineteen ninety four, your favorite wrestler, Cookie Hulk Hogan, against one brother Brutai, aka the Butcher. Yes, yes. Um, you know, there's a few wrestlers that I hate. Uh, no, I'll, I'll stick to a couple. Johnny B. Bad and his dick cannon. Why, so why, why do you hate Johnny B. Bad? We, be, you, all, you know why. Why? You already know. Because okay. this man <laughs> used so much tanner that he, he made me believe that he was black. Oh, so you're saying that he wrestled Wait. in blackface. Hold Pretty on. Much. Johnny B. Bad's white? Yes, he's white, Mike. He's white. That's the whole joke. Is that he? This man is white. He's white. White. That blew my mind. Marvelous Mark Merrill is white. He just yeah, uses a lot of tanner. You obviously didn't know that. He he's like. I had no idea. He's not full white. Oh well, Aaron, you I, tell anything, me. I thought he was like maybe like Hispanic, like a mix. I think well, he's. I'm, I'm going to find out. Uh, give me a second. I, I think I, I think he's Italian, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he is Greek. Oh, Greek. Okay, I apologize. All right, maybe I can kind of see it. But yeah, that's that makes Aaron's Twitter joke even worse. Told you. Uh-huh. Well, uh... <laughs> yeah, now how do you feel? Anyway, Mark Merrill and Hulk Hogan can both rot. <laughs> if you ask me. All right. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I, I don't know. I just didn't... I mean, I thought this Butcher-Hulk Hogan matchup, I thought it was... I don't know. I thought it was just cheesy. It was just a cheesy, like, the whole thing was cheesy. I don't know. Mike, what did you think about this? It was stupid. You can say it was stupid, Cook. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, I, I said the same thing on the Apron Bump podcast. I said, like, everything 
anytime like it's an immediate killer for me anything hulk hogan like i cannot besides like the one-off with the rock like i cannot get into any kind of hulk hogan match not even because i know he's a shitty person but just because like it's just so lame yeah um he doesn't like visually he doesn't look good it's the same fucking thing every single time you get the stupid little hulk up like he just no sells it and he puts the guy down in the middle of the ring like i don't know it's just it's just so bland yeah. that like if, if Aaron tried to get me to start watching wrestling and was like, Hey man, you gotta watch this Hulk Hogan match. I'd be like, dude, go fuck yourself. I'm not watching anything else. I equate Hulk Hogan and his matchups to unseasoned chicken. It's just fucking boring, bro. Yeah. Boiled, boiled unseasoned chicken. Oh yeah. There you go. Boiled unseasoned chicken. That's why we, we never really watch his matches because they're not that great. So, and I think the first matchup he gave me was Hulk Hogan versus um, Stan Hansen. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. The no, you're right. I'm sorry. You're. you're I'm, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. The Hulk Hogan monster truck match is more entertaining than a Hulk Hogan wrestling match. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And you can see how Hulk Hogan's just fixing the books. I mean, he's got his boys, the nasty boys, in the tag team picture. He's got the butcher in the main event with him. And I'm not buying the butcher as one of the faces of fear. I. I just can't. I can't. It was wasn't that Barber the Brutus Beefcake? What the fuck his name is? Yeah, yeah. Brutus the Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I'm sorry. Brutus yeah. the Barber. Yeah, Aaron. His gimmick was that he was a a, a barber. He had a nine to five. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm not buying this man. Hey man, Stepe Miocic was a fireman nine to five. I have a lot of respect for Stepe Miocic. Hulk Hogan, not a lick. Uh, also, Stipe uh, showed that that nine to five last night was a detriment as he got accordioned against Nganu. He did, and uh, I just want to take the time out to say, uh, I think it was Cormier that called him King Kong. He called yeah. Nganu King Kong, and I said, "If it was Joe Rogan, you can't say that, but Cormier, I guess, can say it." Yeah, yeah, it's okay, but that man. That that's a grown ass man, Francis Nagano. The scary, scary man. That is a that is a very scary. If you put Francis Nagano against Ron Simmons and or Butch Reed, I don't know who's gonna come out of that match. Just throwing it out there. The world would end. Yeah, a hundred percent. Uh, so that wraps it up. We we had whoa. a whoa. Yeah, oh, sorry. You're forgetting about one of the most entertaining parts of that pay per view, and that was that fire, fire promo by Vader at the very end of it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we we did. We I did get to talk about that a little bit, and I actually read your line verbatim about that fire promo. Thank you. Were you all about that? I was all about it. He basically called Hulk Hogan a little punk bitch while Hulk Hogan was hiding behind Mean Gene Okerlund. <laughs> right. I said, I said, you know what? I gotta take I gotta take Vader's word for it. The man is not lying. <laughs> I, I agree, Cookie. That. That was probably the best thing of the entire pay per view, and partly because you know Vader was just speaking from like his heart, like talking exactly how he felt. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. I'm not messing with that man. Four hundred and fifty pounds of destruction, absolute destruction. It's kind of sad we didn't get to have a haiku on this week's episode, but uh, Tolbert will be back next week. Tolbert was was. 
His schedule was a little wonky this week. That's why we just kind of did this thrown together episode. It ended up okay. Cookie showed up late. Mike was on time. It rained outside. Things happened. And my girlfriend just walked into the door. She just gave me a look. Now tell her. Now tell her. <laughs> she just gave me a look. What am I supposed to tell her, Cookie? You Johnny know exactly what Johnny be bad. The tweet. We the will tweet. talk about this off air. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll talk about it off air. Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. <laughs>